0: Hey everyone and welcome to our Tuesday edition of the Scouting Report. Camp time is winding down. We are into week zero of the college season and headed toward the 53-man limit on NFL rosters. It is a great time to be a football fan no matter what level you are at. If you haven't had a chance to listen to last Wednesday's special, which was released on Saturday after a few technical issues, head over to the page, whatever, on Podbean or iTunes to find that. Or, of course, you can find it at rsafootball.com. Of course, you can find all 12-player reports as well as all the Wednesday specials there. Again, that's rsafootball.com or on iTunes or Podbean. Just search the scouting reports. If you want to interact, love to do so on Twitter, find me at RightStepADV, leave me notes, comments, whatever you want to hear in the future, players or topics. Uh, like, subscribe, share, do whatever you need to do to get this going, get the word out. But with all that, let's continue to get into our player. Today, we will looking be looking at offensive lineman, offensive center, Jarrett Patterson out of the University of Notre Dame. Taking a look at his background, fifth year player, uh, is something that always has to happen for scouts this time of year is the language change. We go from the springtime to summer to fall, talking about going into his fifth year, summer is the fifth year, this he is officially in his fifth season now. A California native went to Mission Viejo, Viejo High School, Laguna Hills there, a three or four star recruit depending on where you look. Uh, Was recruited as a tackle by many schools. You look at the profile, even coming out of high school, about 6'5", 275 pounds. That is going to be largely viewed as a tackle. You can imagine why. Something we'll talk about in his timeline there at Notre Dame. 27 offers from schools all across the country, obviously many out there in his Pac-12 conference, some Mountain West offers, some Big Ten offers, some SEC offers. So took an official visit to Michigan as well, but ultimately decided to put on the Gold Dome and head there to South Bend. Got to campus in 2018, played in three games, used that developmental redshirt that most guys at Notre Dame end up using. As a sophomore in 2019, he added to the pivot, played with a veteran offensive line, started all 13 games. Again, you talk about that offensive line making up Robert Hainsey, Liam Eikenberg, Aaron Banks, and Tommy Kramer. Again, that's four seasoned veterans playing around him as a young guy cutting his teeth. It was a great spot for him in 2020. He was, again, part of that experienced offensive line group, but down the stretch got injured and limited his time to just eight games in 2020. In 2021, he was back at center where he led a young group this time, him being the vet, played all 13 games. Uh, Overall, he has played over 2,000 snaps, nearly all of those coming at offensive center. Again, he played, I think, 17 snaps as a tackle early on in his career, but again, he's been a center. He was long viewed as a guy that would end up kicking to left or right tackle form, again, as some of those older guys moved on. But again, the stability he provided at center along with some of the other young guys that they had coming along. Um, he's just really made center his place, though it uh, is not as important at the college level. His 31 and three quarter inch arms, um, you know, I'm sure were part of the conversation he had. Again, that's short, even at the college level, even to play guard or much less tackle. Uh, but again, that's probably gonna keep him inside this year as well as moving forward. Look at his measurables, again, nearly 6'5". He's, you know, he's gonna weigh somewhere between 3'5", to about 3'15", at any point. Um, We talked about the 31 and three-quarter inch arms, his hands nine and three-quarter. This is just a fine size for center. So now let's get into his film. First, his strengths. You know, first thing you got to look at, you don't even have to put the film on for this. It's his experience. You can chalk this one up without even looking at a snap. You talk about over 2,000 snaps. You think about the offensive linemen that Notre Dame has come through there. This is a guy that's played four years um, you know, he's played in different schemes. He's played with different guys to his left and to his right. He's had different quarterbacks. He's, he's done and seen a lot. He's played in big games. Uh, of course, the NFL is gonna have some new things for him to look at, new players, new schemes, all that. But there's gonna be a lot this player has seen and has dealt with that a lot of centers, maybe two-year starters, have not seen. So um, you chalk it up, experience, that's gonna be talked about with this player. He's gonna be mature, ready to go from day one into the NFL. Another strength is pass protection. He is a stout player inside. He does well to mirror it and hold the middle of the pocket. He does not get off balance, plays with a good base, has a good anchor. Um, He does well seeing stunts and games, knows where his threats are. Um, you know, pass pro in his drop back game, that's this guy's bread and butter, that's what he wants to do, he wants to snap the ball, you know, take a two, two step pass set, sit down, get his hands on players, uh, just own the inside of that pocket. And, uh, and then another strength, just his strength in the downhill run game, again this guy's not a zone scheme, outside, you know, mover, um, but he is a good strong player in the downhill run game. Uh, He can create movement there at the point. He does well to collapse the hip of a two-gap interior player. Again, we'll get to his weaknesses here with the zone scheme, but again, downhill run game. If there's a team that likes that, runs the power game, that is going to be a strength for him. On the weakness side, again, we just talked about it, movement and adjust. Again, this this guy's not going to be an outside zone scheme guy. Um, Angles at the second level ability to reach maybe a gap and a half and seal that player, he's gonna struggle there. This guy wants to be a power stationary blocker. Um, He's gonna struggle to cut angles at the second level, struggle to get hands on in space. Again, if you start talking about a player being able to back up inside spots or kick to guard, again, he's gonna struggle when isolated on three techs. When uh, when teams run and want to get one-on-one with that guard, again, he's going to struggle in those situations. Again, this guy's best spot is center, so anytime you take him out of that spot, he's going to struggle a little bit. And again, we talked about the arm length. It's going to be something talked about with all 32 teams throughout the process. Anytime you get under 32-inch arms, again, that's going to be something that is a red flag for a number of teams. Um, You know, and you start talking, you know, he's just under 32. Maybe some teams will give him the benefit of the doubt playing at Notre Dame, playing the number of snaps. Again, they're going to look at that over and over. But again, you're talking about a guard only in dire situations, basically a center only player here. So. What else do we see on film a right-handed snapping center does snap with a traditional hold you see more and more colleges going to the top of ball snap as opposed to a traditional more nfl snap get a little more velocity on it so he does have the traditional snap um, which is good gets the ball back there a little bit quicker puts it in a good spot sufficient overall athlete good strength in his base does play uh, well with his hands on lock players up in the short area Like we said, power blocker knows his athleticism. He does know who he is. He takes angles in the short area to seal and pin defenders. Uh, does create movement at the point. And will work to finish guys into the ground. Not a nasty guy, but he's going to finish. He's, you're not going to be, you know, constantly pointing at him on film and yelling at him to do more. Uh, the lack of arm length does show up in some of his sustained situations tends to fall off players he would otherwise be in a position to block. Again, just a lack of uh, ability to keep the arms across, stay in the chest, again causes him to fall off sometimes. Again, talked about being a very consistent snapper. He can operate in the shotgun well. Puts a good ball back there for the quarterback back directional snapping on a few run plays there at uh, Notre Dame as well. Um, sufficient offhand. Again, he tends to catch defenders. That's more just his style of play. Big guy, big thick body. Wants to get guys into his chest. So again, he's not going to you know shoot hands and get himself off balance more than he needs to. Uh, he does work the hands and protection. But again, like the run game, he wants to be a power guy. Wants to uh, just you know grab and kind of maul with guys. Um, and then good anchor. This guy rarely gives ground down the middle. Um, you get big nose tackles on him. You get guys you know slanting and hitting him head on. Um, again, he's not, uh, not going to get driven back. And again, that's despite being, you know, nearly six, five, he plays with pretty good pad level. He's not going to let guys just get underneath him and jack him up and knock him backwards. So that is who I see on film. Who are some of my player comparisons? Their first one, good player out of, uh, new england now david andrews uh he was an undrafted player out of georgia was david uh, he's been on the patriots ever since uh has had some health issues there uh you know mostly not related to football but he's back on the field uh, and david's not quite as big as Jarrett is but does have some of the same strength and stoutness and protection that you see from Jarrett. Again, guys that are going to win the same way, never going to wow you athletically, but they're going to get the job done by being technical, by being smart, guys that are just going to own that center spot that are going to find a way to get it done. Another one I see, Bradley Bozeman. Bradley was a sixth-round pick of the Ravens out of Alabama, uh, just recently signed with the Panthers now. Um, you start talking about players with real similar size, about 6'5". I think Bradley's a little bit heavier, maybe has a few more pounds on him. Um, but, again, you're talking about similar athletes, similar ways they win. Bradley is a little nastier in the way he finishes. Bradley's played a little bit more guard than Jarrett has at this point um, that allows Bradley to be a little bit better player at um, that guard spot just with his nastiness. But, you again, you talk about guys that are going to just find a way to win Um, with their size with their athleticism and you know power downhill players so where do I ultimately see Jarrett Patterson in the NFL? Well, I like the player. I think this guy can be a starting center in the NFL, especially with the way the game has gone. Uh, again, pass protection first. Get the ball back to the quarterback first. Get everybody lined up on the line first. Uh, but I think this guy is still a probably a mid to late day three pick. I think this guy, you know, put him in the sixth round. A team, you know, going to go grab him there. A team that needs a center that you know maybe has a quarter, uh, center competition let this guy you know battle it out there and if nothing else he's going to be a good backup vet you know veteran type of personality in the room early on again a team that wants to run the ball downhill will like this player um, as well as a team that wants to drop back and throw the ball from shotgun 50 times again we see that more and more in the NFL um, I think outside zone teams out teams that you know covet, athleticism with their offensive line are probably going to slide this guy to udfa conversation again knowing that this guy is probably going to get drafted just for all the good things that he has done but again this guy just doesn't have the outside zone scheme speed and athleticism the teams are going to want um, again, if he's forced into a backup inside uh, role, he's going to rep both center and guard. He's got to clean up his hand speed, be a true technician to succeed if he is pressed into that guard action. Again, at center, he's going to keep doing what he's always done, um, You know, keep being the player that he's been for the Fighting Irish for the last couple of years. So Jarrett finished a great career there at Notre Dame, uh, Continue to be the anchor in the middle and help win a bunch more games. Uh, And with that, that's Jared Patterson. So don't forget, like, subscribe, share on whatever platform you are listening. Find all our audio scouting report episodes there, including our Wednesday specials. Tomorrow's Wednesday special, we will be talking about one of the most fun times of the year. And I say that, you know, sarcastically, cut down time. Not a time any scout in the building looks forward to. Not a time that coaches look forward to. Not a time, of course, that players look forward to. But it is important. It is You have to get down to the 53-man roster. So we'll talk about cut-down time, building a practice squad, and getting into week one of the NFL season. It's all kind of a two-week window there for uh, teams to get it all done. So we'll talk about that, as I have been through it uh, a number of times in a couple different roles. So we'll talk about all that. For future topics, please leave me a comment find me on Twitter at RightStepADV. Week zero, here we come. Real football is back on TV, so wherever you are, keep scouting.